the second you start working over those hours, you are devaluing your hourly wage. And that goes hand in hand a lot of the time with that pursuit of cash. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another PyBytes podcast. This is Julian, and I'm very excited tonight because after a week off, Bob is back. How's it going, man? Who is this man? I didn't recognize him anymore, <laughs> other than his voice. Hi, so everybody. <laughs> it's so weird. We're back. We, um, we spent a week apart, which is always difficult. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we recorded uh, how many, how, how long do you think the audio messages added up to? Maybe two hours? Yes. Yeah, they went through a, to a nice podcast length. <laughs> <laughs> Entire season worth of audio messages back and forth but it's it's weird we're on camera right now and it's a uh, it's weird to see this man sort of face to face so welcome back i'm i'm happy you're back it's uh feeling much more energetic now me too all i have to say as you alluded to with the whatsapp length uh it was a good think week like bill gates is always uh doing right like think week mm. so we had a Escaping. lot of uh although that was on break we did have um some really good ideas what to work yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. And just, just for everyone listening, what was your favorite part of the holiday? Where did you go? I went back to the Netherlands after two and a half mm. years uh, due to COVID and stuff, right? So now it was mm. kind of finally possible or responsible to do. So visit a family and stuff after way too long. So it's good. Nice. And what, what did you enjoy the most? <laughs> well, seeing my parents, obviously, but it was also very quiet. <laughs> Nice. So no, no kids. No. Yeah, explicit is better than implicit. There are no kids around. I miss them. <laughs> I miss them definitely. But yeah, it was a very different lifestyle. Mm. No, that's cool. I'm glad you got that that time away, man. Very, very nice. Uh, and it was cool seeing the pictures of you and your parents and stuff. It, you know, it must have been nice. So I'm, I'm happy you got that time and and you come back feeling recharged. You're ready to go. Oh, totally. Yeah. So that's what we always say, right? Like take the weekends um, or that book that you quoted the other day, create space. And and this is an example that sometimes the space needs to be a bit more ample and it's super beneficial. Mm. No, no, I, I've, it was weird, you know, even though I was I was here doing the, the usual stuff, it still felt like space as well because we weren't in like a a deep grind of some tool, right? Or building something or working on some project and and uh, heads down into a, into something. So it was, even for me, it was a little bit of a break. So uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. But I'm, even though you have that break, you come back at the end of it, you're antsy to get back into the work, you know, into the fun, right? Total addiction, yeah. Total addiction. <laughs> it's, it's a bit like that. Um, all right, so we'll kick it off uh, with with some wins. So tell tell me, what's what's your win that you want to share this week? Yeah, apart from taking a break, which is a win in itself, um, a technical win. So before I left, I um, so we sent that email out about the new content calendar. Hmm. And so it's a tool for us to uh, produce content and, and approve it. And when you get into 
content pieces that go through different stages of draft in review, approved, rejected, and posted, all of a sudden I thought, hey, that's actually a state machine. So I looked at the packages, I came across Python transitions, and yeah, I refactored a, a very nested uh, view, Django view um, into offloading the whole state managers in, into a state machine. And um, yeah, so the Django view is way leaner and, and the logic now sits where it should be. And it was just very cool to just implement that and, and get it working. Of course, I got stuck up a bunch of times, implemented unit tests before even making the changes and became cleaner, caught a, f- a few bugs. And it was a nice, deliberate practice exercise. And uh, yes, uh, something I'm definitely going to uh, write an article about or teach it or, you know, because it's, mm. a, it's a common pattern um, with things that change state. So it was really cool to, to implement. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Seeing that that get implemented was wicked, and I think uh, the the article is going to be good because there are going to be plenty of people who have no idea what a state machine is. So if you can if you can just uh, write something up, that'd be great. You know, just get that out there for us, please. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome, awesome, love it. What about you? Any wins? Oh yeah, I forgot about no, that. I don't sip that coffee. I don't actually sip the <laughs> coffee. No, it's no, no. Tea. It's too late at night for coffee. I was about to sip tea from my Pie Bites mug. And we should do this. We should do this live, man. Let's see <laughs> we what should. we're talking about. We could actually. We should. Yeah, we're, we're doing some live stuff on Facebook soon for everyone Ooh, listening. So, a couple of weeks um, away. Yeah. This might be, it might just be like a live podcast when it comes down to it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it was worth joining. So, uh, we will link the Facebook group below and uh, mm. go check it out. In a few weeks, yeah, we will go live it. there. Just a, an organic plug for the Facebook stuff. Don't have to do the ad segment. <laughs> yeah, no, no ads this episode, people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing do did some coding today, but that's my win. So actually, firstly, my win is that I survived last week without you. Uh, the the bytes didn't implode, which was great. Um, but and and yeah, all the bills got paid and stuff. So win win. Uh, but I was going to say that today I coded. I was it was so much, so much fun. I actually got to code, dedicate time to it, and I was getting stuck. And I was just like, "Yes, got to go read some documentation, got to play in the REPL." It was just, it felt good. It felt really good, and it was just you know text manipulation stuff. I was using uh, it was OpenPy Excel uh, to to do some stuff with uh, some Excel sheets and uh, pull out information. I'm going, "Ah, oh, this is silly. Maybe I should go to CSV." And then. As I'm playing with it, things just kept getting bigger and bigger. Oh, wait, I've got to consider this. Oh, wait, some of the, the input text is actually like this. And it just blew up, uh, which was wonderful. And now um, it's not something I can deliver in one day, <laughs> which I thought it was going to be. So back to manual labor just to get it over the line. And uh, I'll keep coding for the next month and uh, or the next couple of weeks, whatever time I can put to it and uh, use it next month, which is going to be good. So that's my win. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because lately you're not doing that much coding because you're more in communication, right? Hmm. Comms, marketing, business, all that stuff, right? So, yeah, it's nice to uh, to dive into some technical code and not have to worry about people and just uh, have a <laughs> have some errors yelled at me. It's it's really nice. Seems to you really miss it, right? I do definitely miss it. Definitely miss it. Um, but it's nice doing it on my own 
like without the pressure, right? It's nice being able to do it myself and just have some fun with it and make it as janky as possible. It doesn't doesn't conform to any Zen standards or anything like that. Uh, as per the the email we'll be sending out shortly. So um, nice. yeah. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. It seems you're really happy when you talk about code. So I, I, I'll stop Chris Fossing here now. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You can, can you see it in my, my body language? Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll dive into the episode. Jesus, like 10 minutes of just uh, yammering on. But you know what? We, we've been apart for two weeks, so hopefully you'll all just put up with it <laughs> before we dive into the episode. So, uh, Bob, this week I was thinking we could have a brief discussion on a very taboo topic. Ooh. Ooh. What's that? career stuff and that is uh salaries that is there's the money that the pursuit of cash uh of a higher salary a higher wage whatever you want to call it and uh just the the realistic impact that has on us what do you think yeah sounds interesting so what's the deal all right so as we all know you know we all want to get promoted we all want cash we all want to get pay rises we all want that sort of stuff Right. And, but there is, there is a downside to that. You know, it, it cannot all just be about the cash. And, and of course, money, it puts food on the table. Never going to debate that. So as long as you, you're getting the, what, are they, what do they call it, Bob? The core things for survival? Maslow. Yeah. What are they? Well, you first eat and sleep and then spiritual, like that hierarchy or what? Mm, that hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. one. So as long as you can fund those things, you know, and the necessities for survival, like shelter and everything, of course, that's a necessity. We're not, we're not debating that. What I'm talking about is the the constant pursuit that we're all. I want it. I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, but we all just feel that what we have to do in our careers is chase the bigger paycheck, and I don't know why that is. I, I think it's the uh, culture that's born in the the Western world or whatever it's, and it was getting a bit theoretical here, but um, the point is, is that we all feel like, Hey, pay rise time is coming. We should be seeking X many thousands of dollars in uh, an increase. And yes, we have to meet inflation, but that doesn't need, you know, thousands of dollars extra per month. Right. And then when we don't get well. it <laughs> these days, these days. <laughs> these days, yeah, I know this is a poorly timed inflation. <laughs> conversation but um the point is that when when we chase these thousands and thousands of dollars um there is a detrimental side effect to that uh it's and it's not always necessary so uh, from your experience bob and from from what the way you see it what are some of the the downsides of chasing the cash i think the price tag that comes associated with it um mm -hmm. yeah often it's it's with um it's not without consequences right and that you're expected to deliver more have more responsibility be more responsive so if that leaks into your evenings and weekends like how much is them really worth so it's very easy to think an absolute value is like i make it 10 20k more but what is the relative value because if you're like working double hours and i think uh, tim ferris wrote about that in the four hour work week as well. Like, like how many hours are you working in comparison to what you're earning and what is then actually you, your hourly wage and your hourly wage might actually go down hmm. or at the very least the quality of life. Right. So I think that's the, the main concern with that. Yeah. No, I agree. Apart from, that apart from inflation, because that that's really <laughs> real. 
exactly. And you know, the, the catch is is that um, bang on exactly what you said that if you're you're paid for eight hours a day, your your annual salary is based on an eight hour day, or you know, if you're a shift worker, twelve hours a day, whatever. 40 hours a week, 48 hours a week, depending on your, your cycle, right? But the point is, is that you have a finite amount of time to earn that money. The second you start working over those hours, you are devaluing your hourly wage. And that goes hand in hand a lot of the time with that pursuit of cash. So when you get pay rises, the way to get a pay rise in any company is the, the, the rule of thumb is provide more value you get paid for the value that you're providing. So if you are providing more value, the hope and the idea is that you will increase your salary to to match that value. The question we should all ask ourselves is, what's it costing us to provide that value, that extra value? So is it going to mean taking on extra projects that then leak into your personal time? Is it going to mean an excessive amount of travel? That takes you away from the family that you're supposed to be supporting, or you know, not supposed to be supporting, but you know what I mean. Um, is it going to result in a lot of more stress and mental health hits? You know, as you're stressing about meetings and presentations and reports and all that stuff, all of these things take their toll on you, on your family, on your life, on your goals, everything. And the, okay, it might come with a increased price tag, but. Where is that line? And that's that's what I'm hoping everyone listening to this, uh, as you listen to this, you'll really think to yourself, where is that line for you? Where is that line where you say, okay, it really isn't worth it to push more than this because if I do, I'm losing what it is that I'm working for in the first place. So for me, you know, just obviously candid as, as always, for me, that's the family. And if I get to a point where working more and pushing for that promotion, pay rise, whatever, is going to result in me, say, um, something simple like this. How about this? Commute to the office every day. So I work from home full time. I don't have to commute to an office. But if a pay rise of, say, 10K comes along and they say, but the requirement is you have to be in the office every day, not happening because that would take me away from the kids and and my my wife. And, and that's worth far more than 10 grand to be doing that. So you have to draw that line and you have to consider to yourself, is it worth it? And it might be okay for someone who wants to sit there and say, you know what, I'm fine with working extra hours in the evening. I'm fine with, you know, after dinner and stuff, hopping on the laptop in front of the TV and shooting off emails from 8 p.m. till 11 p.m. But you just got to remember that your salary is now devalued by three hours a day. So there's all these balances and checks you need to have in place to make sure that, hey, you're protecting that value. Hey, if you can get, and by the way, if you can get the pay rise for 10, 15, 20K per year and do no extra hours, keep it, take the money and run. You know, that's amazing. Fantastic. Congratulations. But if you're sitting there on the phone, on call, uh, responding to emails from five in the morning till midnight, uh, in my opinion, Bob, my 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 soapbox opinion, Bob, is you really got to think about: is that worth it? Is what are you doing? Because that's that's a lot of time, you know. And the type of work, right? Because people we talk with, they, you know, they often don't have any complaints about the salary, but kind of what they what their work has turned into from more mm. engineering, technical to spreadsheet managers, and they hate it, right? So. Yep. 
Yeah, very relative. Um, but maybe the one exception, like if we would have answered the question 15 years ago, maybe mm. when you're starting out, you're more willing to say yes to more things to build yep. up career assets, right? Isn't that true? Yeah, I, I agree. When when I was single, when I was, uh, you know, living alone, uh, well, <laughs> actually, I never lived alone. I was living with my parents while I was still single. <laughs> I moved out and got married straight away. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Let's say living at my parents' place, first job. Oh, yeah, you better believe I'd be. I, it was kind of exciting, the idea of sitting there at 8 a.m. on my sunray back in the day, uh, first thing in the morning, and then, oh, I'm just going to log in at 10 p.m. This is cool, you know, and enjoyed doing the work and just getting it done. There was a certain satisfaction there. So at that point in time, it was totally worth it. But, you know, that was a good, what, 16 years ago? And so since then, I think I've grown a lot. I've, I've learned to re, you know, really value what matters in life for me and uh, what those important things are. And uh, sitting here and working at 10 p.m. on a work thing is not something I value at all. <laughs> yeah, same with excessive travel, sacrificing weekends and all that. Yeah, I think the family is what also, when you get kids, things change. Well, they can, you know, I definitely know people who it hasn't really changed. You know, that that's on, that's on you. That's on me that we, we value the family uh, more than the other stuff. Right. We do what we have to do to support them. And that's, um, that's what's important, but to someone, it might be, you know, their, their values might be completely different and we're not going to lecture anyone for not having a family or not uh, putting their family first or whatever their, their values might be. Well, I want to work so that I can travel the world. You know, I don't want to sit here and at a desk all day and um, go nowhere. I, w- I want to see the world. So if that means working a few extra hours to make that happen, then, you know, hats off to you. That's amazing. So, but you just got to find that, that value, that the thing that makes you want to work hard, that makes you want to do those extra hours if they're there to earn more money. Uh, but then where to stop? Draw that line. That's, that's the important thing. If you don't draw the line, you, you just, it's not worth it. Nothing's worth it. Yep. So main takeaway, draw the line, find the balance and look for a hidden cost maybe. Yeah. Is that yeah, a way to say the hidden cost? Yeah, and that's a good way to even realize, like we mentioned with burnout a few times before, uh, it's a good way to, to take stock of it and just make sure that and catch that you might be in that situation in the first place where you need to draw the line and that you might have um, you know, taken on more than you're willing to take on. So there you go. Awesome. Anything nice. else? No, that's all good. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm I'm happy I got that off my chest. It's just uh, it's something I see a lot, and I'm not talking about my day job. I see it on the internet. I see it on Twitter. I see it on Reddit. I see it everywhere. It's like that. Actually, you know what? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. That Pursuit of Happiness movie with Will Smith. I should go I back and watch, watch it one day. Uh, yeah, 2005 movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was a long time ago, too long ago. That's a good one. Yeah, I remember when it came out. That was good. Anyway, speaking of media, we should do these books things and and, and wrap up the podcast because everyone's getting tired of hearing my voice. Books, 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 books. I'm actually reading your Create Space uh, book. (laughs) Thank you for that. I finished, um, I'm looking through books here, Um, Stephen Hawkins' Big questions make answers. This latest Ooh. book um, they released after he died. 
Super interesting. I mean, the, the physics, I, I couldn't follow that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it does talk about, you know, like the future of the human race and, and interplanetary travel, oh, nice. climate change. It made me reflect a lot on the future, you know, and it was super interesting. Again, the physics I got totally stuck in, but it's not only that, right? It's, it also is uh, the, the other parts are way easier to read in that book. And this was one of those books that just really made me think like, wow, there's, <laughs> I mean, we are eventually gone, but the future generations, they're going to have a tough challenge mm. with a lot of things, you know, and uh, I think it's good to be aware of that. Yeah, that's cool, man. Actually, you even tell me you're reading that. You've got to send me a link. I um, mm. I love that sort of thought process. And I, I for me, the greatest, uh, other than, you know, the family stuff, the thing I, I look forward to most is seeing us leave the planet, seeing us get into space travel, like that. that but yeah, to according to him, that that's going to be like a necessity. It's mm. not like optional. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree, and maybe it's just because I'm a huge sci-fi buff and I love those mm. books and shows and stuff. But oh man, I wish I wish I was alive. I, I'd be alive for the day that that happens. That's that's my dream. Yeah. There you go. My uh, refactoring second edition. Uh, Martin Fowler copy arrived. So I'm looking forward to nice. uh, going through that. Cool. What about you? Um, I'm well, okay. So I've, I've almost finished create space. I've been creating space to read it, <laughs> to, to listen to it. Go on, go on. I, I set that up. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually started reading that blockchain book that we haven't mentioned on the podcast. It was called blockchain revolution. Cause I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't, care less about the whole cryptocurrency thing for me it's just it's new technology and i, I want to know what it is you always you know you hear about it everywhere everyone's talking about it coding for it all that stuff right but i just i've never formally read about it or tried to learn about it in any um official you know way so that that's my plan so i'm going to start reading that that came recommended by morella again which is awesome so thank you morella I will read that. And the other thing I forgot to mention to you before the podcast, Bob. Now, no one can see this, but I'm going to start reading this. The oh, yeah. Python testing with PyTest second edition, uh, which, um, you know, spoiler, Bob and I helped review for Brian, Brian Ocken, who uh, who is the author, if you didn't know. And, um, yeah, I was, I was super surprised. I opened the front cover and there's a, a shout out like for you you and i a, a quote from each of us on the on the book which is really cool so uh, thank you gonna, brian yeah thank you brian we love you man we we miss seeing you at PyCon. well you weren't even there neither were we but next Wait, well, year, what was the quote the quote okay so i oh, may as well do some publicity for brian so here you go this is python testing with pytest second edition by brian Ocken. it is actually a fantastic book um so my quote was the knowledge and experience Brian brings to these pages has made this the definitive PyTest resource for me. New or experienced, this book will be your one-stop shop for all of your real-world PyTest needs. Spoken by Julian Seguero. <laughs> and then we have Bob's, Bob's quote in there as well. I'm not going to do a Bob accent. I'm just going to make you sound like me. You better not. Okay? No. <laughs> this is my PyTest go-to book thorough coverage, great code examples, and accessible. If you want to write great test code and become proficient in what I think is the best Python testing framework out there, 
study this book. I love that part. Study this book. Mic drop. Yeah. Can you drop your mic on the floor now? Hell no. (laughs) Too expensive. (laughs) Everyone's listened to enough rubbish on this podcast already. (laughs) Hearing a mic drop, no. Um, No, but it's it's a wonderful book. So we we obviously read the... Yeah, we've read the first one and we reviewed the second one, all the new chapters and things like that. And uh, it was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So it's definitely something to keep on the show. And, and talking about Brian, he, he has uh, the Test and Code podcast, which is pretty awesome as well. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that, definitely give that a listen. And overall, he's just a top bloke. We we just love chatting with Brian. He's such a, such a lovely guy. So kudos anyway, on the enough. book, man. If you're yeah, listening. kudos, Brian. Congratulations. If you're listening, if not, we'll send you the link and say listen to the last two minutes of the book. Ignore the rest. Yeah. Ignore the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We better go, everyone. Thank you for listening and sticking around to the end. This episode was definitely a fun one for us because we're back together. The boys are back together. Yeah. So take we'll, care. We'll Thank shave you. off some minutes next time. Yeah, no, we won't it. do that. Yeah. Not at all. Not happening. Thank you for listening as always. And for tuning in, we will be back, back next week with something. I don't know what, but we'll do it. Yep. Topics, feedback, info at PyBytes. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to PyBytes slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, Go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.